Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey friends, Kate Warman here, and I am so happy to have you today for our summer flashback series answering some of your top dating questions. Here's the thing, y'all send us in questions all of the time, and we do our best to answer as many of them as frequently as we possibly can. But sometimes what happens is that you're asking us questions that we've already covered. So we decided why not bring up these questions and share with you some bite-sizable content answering them for a reminder, further clarity, something really, really easy that you can listen to quickly. Not only that, but some of you guys here are newer to our community. And if that's you, hey, welcome. So, so, so happy you are here. We're just getting started. We get so many new people each and every week in our Heart of Dating community, and we love it. So for you newcomers, this summer flashback series will be a perfect start for you. We hope you enjoy this summer flashback series where we've taken key nuggets from previous interviews with incredible guests and are bringing it to you in a bite-sizable, shareable way. So be sure to share the series with a friend or two because you know they probably also have these questions. You guys can easily listen to it on a short drive or getting ready, so many different things. It's going to be perfect and easy to listen to. So let's do it. Our series continues today with an interview from Mike Foster as we answer the question, am I codependent? In this conversation, you will discover if you really are codependent and what that even means. This is something that happens far too much in relationship, and we have a heart to bring healing and truth to this area. So maybe you've never even heard of this before. Maybe you don't know what the signs are. Maybe you don't know how to stop the process. You're going to get all of that insight and wisdom today from Mike Foster, and it's going to blow your mind. So here we go. Hope you guys enjoy it. A codependent relationship is one where I I need you to need me. I need you to love me. I need mm. you to like me. Mm. Uh, and at the and we that those themes and those ideas cause us to actually compromise ourselves. Mm. And so what happens is relationships, whether it's dating relationships, friendship relationships, family relationships, big lots of kind of yes. around family oh, gosh, relationships. Yeah. We get our identity enmeshed in somebody else's identity right and all of a sudden their success and their what they're doing is a direct reflection on my value Mm. and so let me take a simple example like a mom raising kids Mm. okay that's good yeah so those those are those can become very codependent Mm -hmm. uh, relationships because we want to see our kids succeed. We want them Mm -hmm. to thrive. We want them to be the best that they can be. And, and what we don't realize is that their performance, quote unquote performance or their success, um, often becomes a direct reflection of how we parent Mm -hmm. and whether we're a good parent or not. Right. Exactly. And again, it's, it's, some external thing uh, that is 
um, informing our personal value. Mm-hmm. And so what we just start getting in these relationships, start doing things, we start compromising ourselves, mm. and then the rela- the relationship gets can be all kinds of levels of dysfunction around us. Okay, <laughs> yes. there, there's there's some codependent relationships that are just toxic, right? Yeah, and we, we certainly should talk about that those yeah. those types of relationships. But there's also relationships that are just maybe kind of a low grade fever. Yeah, and there's kind of low codependency, but still, we we want to be recognizing that mm. in terms of how we think, what we say. Mm. Codependency impacts our boundaries in a big way. Oh, wow! And yeah. so, um, you know, most of us are at some level in some codependent relationships, and so mm-hmm. talking about it, being aware of it, um, making some shifts in terms of how we interact with each other is really important family, dating, marriage, whatever it might be, whatever the relationship is. And so what's interesting is this is where it's like, I wanted to do this episode to bring that awareness in some way, in whatever way I can, because it's, it, we're, we're not very aware of it. We're having these feelings, we're acting certain ways and we don't really know that it's because of this, almost like a desire to control someone. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. control element in it as well. Yes. Um, which is a, which is a manifestation of fear. Mm. control always yeah, comes right. from a fear like i'm afraid again taking this parent i'm afraid my kids might fail so i begin to control them mm. or um right. i'm afraid this relationship might fail mm-hmm. so i start controlling them to make sure that we're working you know mm. that this thing's gonna work and it, it it's all around fear and really our own value or just right. the sense of um are we enough the core of all of who we feel like we are. Are we enough? (laughs) So, okay. And establishing some of like, what are some of the signs or patterns maybe like what happens that maybe people can start recognizing, Oh wow, I'm doing that. Or I'm, Hmm. I'm, that's a pattern I'm experiencing in my relationship or those are some of the feelings I'm having or what have you. Can you maybe identify some? Well, you brought one of the best ones is just controlling any, anytime we're trying to control or fix somebody that is a codependent behavior yeah. um, where uh, we need them to behave a certain way. We need them to do something in a particular way. Anytime we are looking mm. to control somebody else, that is a codependent behavior. Mm. One of the things that we talk about in, in Rescue Academy is always ask, use the question or a self-reflection question of is, do I care about the problem more than they care about the problem? Mm. And anytime that dynamic is where you're caring more about the problem than the individual is caring about the problem, then that's a codependent structure there. And so I control for sure is, um, controlling fixing Mm. is just classic. I think you can kind of almost blanket that with like, Oh, well I'm helping them. Right. It's like, it's like this good deed of like, Oh, but I'm helping them do X, Y, Z things. So that's noble. You know, I feel like at least knowing myself, that's what happens. Well, and that's that's where you know the topic that we did talk about in the workshop is intention. Mm. In our intention, uh, when we are beginning this desire to help people, because helping people is a good thing, right? It's a mm-hmm. good desire. Um, it's honorable. Yeah. But if we're if our intention is that I'm helping this person because I need to get something from this. Mm. And whether that mean like I feel safer now or I feel better about myself now or 
I look better now. Like what I, that intention is a codependent intention. Mm. It's okay to help people. Yeah. It's okay to give. It's okay to serve and love and and try to help people. But we really have to check that intention part of like how why am I engaging in this work? And yeah. so often it's because not we don't actually really want to help the person. It's we're operating from some emptiness or some deficiency or some fear that's living inside of our own heart. So control is a huge one. What Mm -hmm. are maybe some other signs that someone might be codependent? So compromising your own boundaries Mm. um, is a big one where you sacrifice yourself on behalf of others. Now, one of the things that um, anytime we're in over giving Mm -hmm. or over responsibility uh, areas, like it's okay to give, it's okay to take responsibility. What's not okay is when we over give and we're actually crossing a boundary, like we're giving too much. That's Mm. again, you, you have to check your own heart. You have to go like, (sighs) that's one, that one's hard. Yeah. Am I, am I full access to this person? Like this person can call me at 2am and and that's okay. I'll always answer. I'll always answer. I, I, I'm always there. I'm always showing up. Mm. I'm always the first one in the, you know, when the emergency happens, Mm. you know, it's like that, that tends to be like over giving and we're crossing Mm. and we're breaking our own boundaries. And so a lot of times what happens in these codependent uh, relationships is we do over give, we take too much, take too much responsibility for this person's health or this person's success or what, what have you. And what happens is that eventually leads to cynicism, anger, um, and just, it builds up to the point where don't they appreciate what I'm doing Doing for them? Yeah. So if you, if you, if that phrase is rumbling around your head at all in terms of relation, why doesn't this person appreciate me more for Mm. what I'm doing for them? It's classic sign that you are in a codependent, you are Mm. over giving here and you need to stop. Um, yeah, yeah, and so I'd yeah. just say like, if you're feeling resentment, cynicism in the relationship, you're overgiving, over responsibility, controlling, fixing, breaking your own boundaries. Here's one that I, I see happen a lot with people mm. is the unwillingness to say the truth. Mm. So if you're holding back words that you know are true, that you believe are true, that, um, maybe represent your heart or your feelings about something but you hold it back in order to protect them or the relationship. That's a codependent thing. We, we need to healthy relationships are relationships where you share from your heart. Okay. And not, and are not afraid to do that. Mm. Codependent relationships are, Oh, I can't say that because that might hurt their feelings and might, Mm. might, uh, destabilize the, the, the relationship here. Right. Because then in the end, that would affect them, that person. Mm-hmm. It would be like, well, then it would be destable, not as stable. And then that would, I would feel unsafe, maybe. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, again, you're, you're basically saying this other person's needs are more important than your needs. Mm-hmm. This person's emotional state is more important than my emotional state. And we operate yeah. that way. And that's where the cynicism and anger and resentment builds up. Mm. Because that you can only do that for so long. 
Right. So in this, in codependency and recognizing all of those different, not triggers, but symptoms of codependency, what actually is happening, it seems that we, again, we hyper-focus on the other person's issues and in turn it drives ourselves down, right? Mm -hmm. And so it would seem that probably the the plausible thing to do is somehow we need to separate ourselves from their issues and from the outcome of whatever their issues might be. So how can we do this? How can we practice detachment? Yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, that what you described there is exactly, I am not responsible for somebody else's outcomes. Mm -hmm. That's a very healthy, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you can say that, when you can just release the detach yourself, from somebody's success or failure or whether they do the work or not do the work in their own lives, that's actually health. And, um, you know, I, I'm a big believer in your know, radical grace and compassion mm-hmm. for people. And, and I love people and empathize and accept people, but I cannot do other people's work for them. Mm. I expect them to do that. And I'm, so I'm a big champion of radical ownership, right? radical responsibility. Yeah. And so um, a lot of times our, our love for people, what, what seems love is really we're just enabling them to continue in, in poor behavior, mm. whatever it might be, destructive behavior, dysfunctional behavior, allowing them to treat us a particular way because, mm. um, like I, I, I think one of the, again, one of the things that for me, I was such a people pleaser, mm. such like, I just wanted to be liked. I just wanted to be loved. I just wanted to be a part of something and I didn't w- want to mess that up. Mm. And that this is, this is sort of the, the, um, you know, why I'm in a go to 12 step yeah. is that this is ingrained in my DNA. Mm-hmm. It's how I approach the world. And most of this stuff starts from early childhood families that we grew up with, the traumas that we've experienced, mm. the the rejection, the hurt, all of that causes us to begin to operate in codependent ways. Right. And so for me, one of the things that happened in my relationships mm. was I lost my voice. Mm. Other people's voice was way more important than what I had to say. Mm. Other people's needs were way more important than Mike Foster's needs. Mm. And, uh, one of the things that that came from all of that is just this deep, deep level of exhaustion. Right. Like this is not a way to live. This is not a way to do relationships. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as I as I put myself more on the path of like, I can love you, and I do. I love people. I I want the best mm-hmm. for people. I care deeply about people, um, but I refuse to. Um, take responsibility for their life because mm. when i do I, I i i just compromise who i am at that point i also know that it's not sustainable in my life and i know i'm slipping back into my codependent people pleasing just scared that i might be kicked out of the party so yeah. i'm just going to be i'm going to be the yes man or the yes woman mm. um and so Getting reflective mm. on that and realizing that this isn't sort of like it is kind of a, you know, it feels like a like a negative thing, but it's actually a thing that when we talk about codependency, we actually need to have a lot of compassion for it mm. because we're just trying to survive. Right. We're just trying to um, meet some of the deepest needs inside of us. 
through these behaviors and through the, these structures that we put in place in terms of our relationships. All right, y'all, that is it for our summer flashback series today, answering some of your top dating questions. I hope you enjoyed this insight and wisdom. And if you did, don't forget to share it with a friend or two. By the way, we'd love to share with you that if you want further dating insights, we've put together an incredible free resource for you. The seven resources that change the dating game will help you with further clarity and insight and wisdom as you continue to be guided along in this journey of dating. You can access it for free by visiting heartofdating.com forward slash seven resources. Love y'all.